Welcome to the 10 Frame Podcast for Emerging Artists, brought to you live from the downtown Savannah rooftop suites at the Savannah Riverfront. My name is Kelly Thompson. And I am Kevin Kirkwood. And you can find us at the 10 Frame on Instagram. On Instagram. And our Gmail, the 10 Frame at Gmail. And you can find me at kellythompsonart.com and on Instagram at kellykthompsonart. And my website is kevinwillpaint.com, and my IG is kevinkirkwood.studio. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We had the opportunity to interview the co-founder and CEO of Service Brewery in Savannah, Georgia, Kevin Ryan. This episode, I found it interesting because it, he told us about the, the beginnings of Service Brewery. Kevin, it's great to meet you, and uh, I just wanted to give you a little bit of history and how this whole podcast came about. Kevin and I are both painting grad students over at SCAD, and we frequent your establishment. Lots of bad ideas come up while we're <laughs> while we're out here, right. and some good ones. This podcast was actually an idea that we had while we were here as art students who have had previous careers and going to be jumping out into the pool of artists trying to make a living. There's not a lot of information or a lot of easily accessed information about emerging artists trying to make their way, you know, gallery representation and, um, and all that. So we're talking to artists, talking to gallery owners, collectors, you know, just trying to get some inside, let other people know they're kind of in our same spot and just go on this journey and hopefully somebody will be able to benefit from it. So yeah, great. And one of the ideas was to go and do it on location. And we thought, what better spot to start out? I'm interested to know a little bit about the history, how it started. I know service is is a tribute to veterans, correct? Correct, yep. Uh, so what was the impetus behind it? Just give us a little background. Yeah, so um, Meredith, my partner, bought me a home brewing kit for Valentine's Day in 2012. And um, September of that year, we started playing this brewery and uh, reached out to all the people I knew that um, might be interested in beer and supporting their cause. So um, I was able to find 24 investors and 20 out of 24 veterans of the Army, Navy, and Marines. Great. And um, services uh, named for that. So a lot of people were thank you for your service, people who serve their country, people who serve their community. Um, Services is something that's part of everyday life for most people. and so we, uh, our mission is to give back to those who serve their country and community first. And a portion of every beer we sell goes to a charity that we're supporting. Uh, it rotates about every six months. Uh, we do a lot of local support, uh, a lot of um, donations and beer sponsorships and things like that. But every beer that's sold in here, a portion of that goes to the charity that we're focused on. So right now it's uh, Warrior Music Foundation. Previously it was Veterans Healing Farm. Uh, we use agrotherapy. Prior to that, it was Combat Bike Saber, uh, who helps uh, veterans learn how to, to um, build a motorcycle from the ground up. Um, prior to that, was Canines for Warriors. We've done um, a lot of different charities that support either veterans of the military or first responders, um, like the 200 Club here in town. That's and, impressive. Uh, thank you. Just the, the age of this brewery is impressive to me. I... I think I mentioned to you earlier that I came from the West Coast in the Bay Area. There's 
you know, dozens of breweries all over the place. And there, there's a, a lot of newer breweries, like less than 10 years old. And the quality here, I'm not trying to blow smoke or anything, but the quality is great here. So it's, it's really nice to see that. Hey, yeah, we, I mean, we've had our challenges, um, just like everybody else. And obviously the last two years of um, you know, 2020 and 2021 were, were um, a true, a, probably our biggest challenge to date. But... Uh, yeah, being being over eight years old is an old brewery in America. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or exactly. one of the older, uh, which is pretty crazy. And the quality is that it's it's good product. So thank nice. you. Nice, good work. I came from the D.C. area. Breweries everywhere. We had a brewery right across the street. Again, excellent quality, but it's it was almost like every other couple of months there'd be another one that popped up. But it it also seemed like they didn't last very long. Um, people are pretty savvy about what they're drinking. Yeah, this you know the the market is is most most definitely changed. I mean, when we started playing the brewery in 2012, there were maybe 30,000, 3,400 breweries in the country. Um, growth was 18 to 22 percent a year. I mean, it was just a free for all. Um, by the time we opened in 2014, um, there were a thousand more breweries and very few closing. Now there's 9,500 breweries wow. in the country, um, and a and a shrinking demographic of, of craft beer drinkers coming coming up into into uh, drinking age. So um, the the tap room experience is is really king for a lot of breweries to make it. Um, they have to have an environment where people want to be and um, have high quality products. You can't get away with being just craft beer anymore it's got to be a high quality um, and experiential so maybe i could tie service the name into also what you're doing with scad i think will penny is also a local artist painted these is that correct yeah who's a scad graduate there's um scad um has an imprint on on many 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 things in here i mean meredith is is a graduate yeah um jewelry designer and um but you know, she came into SCAD as a graphic designer and then took one jewelry class and was, yeah, that That's was what it. I want. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, but you see the tap handle project behind you. There's 22 artists on that wall that Meredith knows and commissioned to make those patriotic-themed tap handles for us. A uh, majority of them are SCAD graduates. Um, many of them did or are serving as professors at SCAD. Mm. Uh, Will Penny um, you know, did the, the mural on our containers. Yeah. Um, he, he and Michael Porton helped build our uh, ping pong table and the design behind that ping pong table. Um, can designs from SCAD graduates, um, photography from SCAD graduates of our How You Serve wall. Uh, every time that fills up, we have a, a SCAD graduates one who's taking the photo of it. Okay, nice. I'd like to have the uh, tap handle be a part of my portfolio. I mean, not many artists have that in their portfolio. I think that'd be kind of a cool, cool piece to have. Yeah, the idea um, behind that was uh, that to use those pieces of art for our, our research and development beers, the more you know, the creative, more risky beers that we're putting out. But uh, when you look at them, they're just way too nice to be handled on a daily basis. Yeah. So um, we keep them up there in their pristine condition, and and eventually, um, when we get when we get settled into a, a better rhythm, is to do a call for entries so that we can nice. expand that, sure. that collection. That would be something I'm sure you'd get a huge 
response from not only SCAD students, but other, there's so many artists in Savannah. A good, good publicity, too, for, yeah, the, for, sure. for the brewery. And I wanted to ask you about that, too. I mean, Savannah's changed a lot since I've been here. I've only been here for a couple of years. And as a huge tourist destination, that's probably a big draw. Not just the local community, but the tourist dollars coming in. What do you guys do to set yourself apart from the others? I know there's there's several other establishments downtown, other places people could go to. Yeah, I don't, you know, we're not um, we're not going out and actively seeking um, visitors to Savannah. Like, you know, we've got our rack cards on the rack rack wall with with everybody else. Um, but you know, the the social media, um, your Facebook presence. Um, that is what will draw people to you. Um, I think most with with the, the ability to, of information on your hand at all times, people who are coming to town are looking for the experiences, and they find us very accessible um, while there, they're in town. You also have food trucks, right. and it was probably six months ago. I don't remember the truck, but I remember there were a vegan. The slutty vegan from Atlanta. From Atlanta. Yeah. And there was a line down in the... I immediately went to social media and I saw who it was and the reason why. It was everybody was getting their information through their phone, basically. Yeah. So yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and they didn't, you know, just as an example, they didn't announce that they were on their social media that they were coming here until the day, the morning of or the night before. Crazy. Yeah. So we knew that we were preparing. Right. But that announcement came out and people were there at 9 a.m. in the morning to be the first in line for something that wasn't going to serve until 2 o'clock. Right. Yeah, there was the line out the door. People were out in line for eight hours. Swamp Tooth, I think, was playing. I might be wrong, but there there was live music and it was a very, it was an afternoon and it was jamming, so it was nice. Yeah, I like that, too. Whenever I'm either coming or going, I always poke my head in and see what's happening. There's always something. I know you all do a lot of events. I see runners. I don't know, is it that once a week or is that once every... Yeah, every Thursday, yeah. Uh, the run club gathers and they kick off at 6.30 and they'll run one, two, three miles. Some people run the one mile fast enough so they can get back to do the three mile. Uh, with that is that group. a drink and run? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, our run club members took first, second, and third in the, the uh, bridge run this year, so it must be, must be working. It's yeah, There must be getting their... Um, Carb, all carb their reload, carbs, yeah. Because yeah, I know there are some new events that are runs that include alcohol, where you actually have to do a lap and drink the beer. Yeah, the beer mile was not made around craft beer. That beer was for mile, like you know, like a Bud Light your, and your just, big macro, yeah, easy, yeah. Because you have to drink a beer every quarter mile. Some people do it in six minutes. You think they could just <laughs> chug, ask again? Every time they go around and see what happens. I don't think so. We had a group in town that wanted to try it with our beer one year. We recommended that they don't, but they they did, and it was rough. Wow. So maybe if I could switch gears just quickly. So my background is in architecture, and usually when I go into establishments, I ask the bartender, or the you know the person working, to tell me a little bit of history about the building that they're that that they're in you know if there is a story behind it is, is there a story about this place uh there's a lot of stories um so th- this property there in 1898 was just a, a kind of a collection site for wood ballast okay. um 
stuff that came off ships. Yeah. And then in the early 1900s, buildings started popping up on this property. Uh, there were a bunch of separate buildings that were eventually built together to be one big 60,000 square foot warehouse. And gotcha. So from uh, probably the late 50s, early 60s till we moved in, it was the Coastal Paper and Chemical Sale Company. It was the paper and cleaning supply distribution warehouse. So okay. any person or business in Savannah most likely shopped here at some point to get their their supplies for the restaurant or supplies for their home. Right. And they would pick it up right in this room and wow. drive home. So uh, I, I, for one of my projects at SCAD, I was using Google Earth Pro and looking at historical photos, aerial photos, satellite images of more specifically Alexander Hall, but I kind of veered a little bit east, and I'm like, wow, this space used to be empty. There was a building to the east side and on the west of, of the building that we're sitting in now, which is the tap room. Um, did you make this envelope, or was it, it was already here? It was already here. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so we, when we got... It seems the, new, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Uh, when we moved in, all of the spaces were connected, so um, they were separate buildings, but they had... You know, passageways where you can drive okay. a forklift through each space. Right. So city storage all the way to Farm Street was one one building. I understand. With different areas of, of um, deliveries and different areas of storage. And then we closed off half of the building to release it out until we need it someday. Okay. And then used this half of the building for the brewery. Gotcha. So this entryway is new. Um, but, you know, like the mezzanine, we tore down a bunch of the mezzanine um, to make room for our coolers and our canning line, and we reused that wood and that steel. Okay. Um, but, like, this space was here. Nice. Once you found the spot to kind of make it come to fruition to get it to where you were happy with it? A uh, long process. Yeah. I'm sure it was. It's, um, you know, once you get the building, then you start with the architecture, and um, it was about... July of 13, we got the building, and construction actually started in February of 14. So, a long eight months for you? Or yeah, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't too bad. Considering that sounds like a pretty quick uh, process for commercial space, especially uh, this size. The great thing is the building was in such good condition. Really, we just need to clean it out and um, put in new plumbing and new electric. And we did a lot of the uh, painting and sealing and cleanup work ourselves. Probably the best, um, the best purchase I ever did was the, the, the ride-on floor cleaner and the Zamboni. The Zamboni. Yeah. 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 I want to know where you get those repaired. Is there a Zamboni repair shop around somewhere? So you have somebody that comes out, helps you out. Flies from Canada. Yeah. It was funny because I had... Um, an Instagram post from one of my old mechanics and they actually had a Zamboni in their shop up on the lift and I thought that was, was kind of fitting so are there is there anything that you would like to something else coming, coming up, up? But, um, <clears throat> as far as things that are going on in the in the tap room there's you know we have something every every day of every every week we're open so we're open Wednesdays through Sundays um, we do trivia on Wednesday nights free pizza for trivia teams and a hundred dollar prize we do the run club on thursdays we have bluegrass every friday um, and other bands on saturdays um really in january it's pretty chill and then february 
Valentine's Day is Meredith's favorite day of the year, so we have a whole week of love. Um, that week we do Girl Scout cookie pairings. Um, we do the Puppy Bowl on, on um, Super Bowl Sunday. Cool. I think we had five uh, dogs uh, what is adopted it? last last year. Oh, so it's an adoption for... Yep. Adoption I know this is a very dog-friendly establishment. Yeah. I see yes. lots of dogs coming yes. through here, so that's good, too. How can people get in touch with your... Is it What's your website or social media? Yeah, servicebrewing.com. We're out there on Facebook at Service Brewing. Instagram is Service Brewing. That's, Instagram is probably the best way to stay up on what's going on. Okay. Um, they post every day. They post... Um, the uh, schedule for the week what the food trucks will be that week all right so what are you drinking right now i mean what on the menu is something that you're stoked about i mean um what's your go-to well i mean every day is different based on mood how much i've eaten temperature you name it um this week we re, um, released a coconut cafe au lait, which is really nice. I saw that. Um, it's a blonde stout. It's relatively low ABV, so it's nice. It's not not gonna. Uh, it's not a one and done type of, of beer. You can have a couple of them. Uh, it's per coffee in there, nice. which is always nice. Uh, a little co- cl- collab with yeah. them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so a little coconut and a little coffee. It's really nice. Sounds good. I might have to try that it's one. Good dessert. Yeah. You guys do. I know the brewery that we worked with um, closely up in in the D.C. area. They did a lot of tap takeovers. Do you guys do that as well? Or? Yeah, we've got one um, today or this evening at uh, Savannah Tap House. We did one uh, two weeks ago at uh, Crystal Beer Parlor. Um, working on an event with um, Plant Riverside as well. Um, so there's 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 a lot of things out there, um, but you know that um, you can get service brewing beer almost anywhere in in Savannah. And um, I had a few at the End uh, Market Arena on New Year's Eve. We went to go see the Ghost Pirates play. Yeah, and that's where you get the most expensive service brewing. Beer. You know, I always expect <laughs> that it you know it's going to be at least twenty bucks a pop. You yeah. know, so it was close. But yes. Um, it's too bad you guys don't get the the uh, additional cut in there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's a, it's a big operation over there. So, I think I have one more question if I can ask. Like, what do you see service in five years or long term? Like, what would be your hope or your dreams? Yeah, there's a few. There's a few things. Um, obviously, we want to keep growing. Um, we've got a great relationship with Savannah Bananas, making Savannah Banana beer. Yeah. Um, they're now going on their world tour this year, so they'll be playing a lot of different states around the country. Cool. Um, so we're working on trying to to um, part, get that partnership where we can have the Savannah Banana Beer at, at other stadiums nice. um, in the country. There's some that are easier than others. Um, so we'd like to expand that relationship, uh, potentially another tap room um, in another city. Okay. Um, because that's really where the craft beer scene is 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 growing is that tap room experience where people can come in and and get the beer from the tanks as Definitely. fresh as it's going to be and the people know you know people know more about the beer at the tap room than anywhere else right yeah that's i think the sponsorships or those those kind of collaborations are good tie-ins too i know i don't can't remember what show I was watching i think it was better call saul and one of the guys had a Savannah Bananas T-shirt on, so you know, get in with them. You know, you got Hollywood 
you know, right. right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be not a great thing, but um, you never know. I mean, we've uh, we've supplied fake beer, um, non-alcoholic things that look like beer to a lot of the movies that are being filmed in Savannah area. Um, so you might see some of our beer cans and being used on film and, and things that are being released in the next couple of years. Have you ever explored Malta? Have you ever, do you know what Malta is? It's, mm-hmm. it's a beverage. It's the Latin American, it's, it's basically like exactly. unfermented beer. Exactly, yeah. yeah. My wife's I've, from, I've explored it once. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's from Venezuela and the guy that, Diego, another artist, local artist, SCAD graduate, um, we'll be interviewing him shortly. He, um, He's from Venezuela also, but I got sidetracked. Malta is what my wife, who doesn't like beer at all, she loves Malta, and I'm like, what is going on? I, to me, it's I can't. It's too bitter for me, but it's a different flavor. Yeah, you know, it's it's one reason why we have 18 different beers to choose from. Is yeah. everyone's got a different taste, and and um, depending on what you've brought, been brought up with, you have a you know things that you like and right. other people are like how can you eat that like, well because i ate it every day growing up right know? there's probably uh, not much of a market for malta in savannah george currently. he's trying to see Limited. when the malta's coming out for service that yeah. way his wife can yeah um <clears throat> yeah chizito's um introduced me to that a while back right and they're like oh you guys should make some of this and i <laughs> not tried, anytime soon tried some no cool well Thank you very much for letting us use your facility. Yeah, of course. Again, it's a good spot. It's a good brainstorming place for us. It's good, good atmosphere, great vibe, awesome beer. So, yeah, thank, thank you, very you. Much. Yeah, I appreciate your support. Service Brewing has trivia night every Wednesday from 6:30 to 8:30. Every Friday from 6 o'clock to 8:30, they have bluegrass, which, if you've never seen or heard Swamp Tooth, I highly recommend it. The last Saturday of every month, they have yoga from 12 to 1. I often go there for the food trucks. They have delicious local food trucks. Some of the beer that I found to be interesting or delicious is Compass Rose IPA, and they also have a pilsner called Rally Point Bohemian. Both are light beers, nice and crisp for these humid savanna muggy days. If you have something that you want to hear or somebody you would like to be interviewed or yourself, you can email us at the10frame at gmail.com. Or you can also direct message us through the Instagram account at the10frame. Bingo, bingo, bongo. Yeah. Peace out.